Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I know. I know what you guys are thinking. Faraz wasn't going to show up today. He wasn't going to show up because the Jets lost Aaron Rodgers. Well, guess what? My tears have flowed. I have none left. So I had nothing else to do but to come and record this podcast. Aaron Rodgers is done for the year with an Achilles injury. I thought about just burning all of my Jets jerseys. I thought about it. <laughs> but I decided you to You won the game. The Jets won the game. <laughs> you burned Welcome the back Jets to the Upper Hand Fantasy podcast, everybody. This is Faraz here with Zach. Um you know, the Jets coming into this year for me personally was a, they were a Super Bowl contender, and as a Jets fan, we are never optimistic going into a season. We're usually pessimistic, but you know, you saw how the defense played last night, Zach. Lights yeah. out, lights out. If Aaron Rodgers was on the field, I mean, we could have blew the Bills out the water. Yeah, and yeah. we would have won the Super Bowl. We would have. It would have been the Jets versus the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. That would Bowl. have been sick. Now, it would I'm have not going to have, would have, could have, have. have myself say the Cowboys would have made it. But the Jets' defense is real. All right. Josh Allen looks stupid. We never <laughs> see that. Like, he looks stupid. Like, did you see some of the plays he was running? And Dude. what he was doing? Jumping into your linebackers. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I just want to describe what the mood was like at the stadium. First of all, the tailgate, people were so excited for this game. Like, it, the energy was unreal. You get into the stadium, like, they're handing out these wristbands. There's, there's just green lights everywhere. They, they, you know, I don't know if you saw, if you watch Monday Night Football, you saw the Aaron Rodgers entrance. Man, like, that just yeah. gave you goosebumps, man, when he was walking out with the, with the, with the spotlight on him, you know, American with the American flag, flag on 9-11. Dude, it was so crazy. And, um, you know, the, the energy was just nuts. Then three plays into the game, four plays into the game, whatever it was, you know, he gets hurt. Oh, my goodness. The energy, uh, you know, in that stadium is just like, you can hear a pin drop, dude. It was it was crazy. Um, then, you know, Jets started playing well, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter, got excited again. Overtime, obviously, the, the walk-off win in overtime, punt return. That was awesome. So, uh 
the energy definitely returned for sure. People were happy, but at the end of the day, in the back of in the back of everyone's mind, as a Jets fan, you know that you won the battle, but you lost the war. I don't want to just hang up the white flag and just say that this is it for the Jets. One, because Dallas plays the Jets next week. Two, because you can't count out the entire season. But we've seen Zach Wilson. He didn't look much different than he did last year. You know, you think maybe oh, maybe Aaron Rodgers imparted some knowledge <laughs> and Zach Wilson is suddenly going to come out and look like a different guy, but he looked pretty much the same. You know, it's one game, small sample size, but we've seen Zach Wilson before. I feel terrible for Aaron Rodgers because could you imagine? I mean, you can because you're a Jets fan. All of the buildup to this one day and it all comes crashing down immediately. He didn't throw he didn't have a completion. There's nothing on record for Aaron Rodgers. It never happened. This is like one of the biggest what ifs. It's going to be one of the biggest what ifs, I think, in NFL history, maybe even sports history. Just the way that it was built up. You mentioned it, just the the energy that was there. It's just crazy. I can't believe that's how it played out. And you saw it. Like, I don't know if you're watching a Manning cast. You probably weren't because you were at the game, but like Peyton Manning was at a loss for words. Like it was pretty much exactly what everyone was sitting there thinking. Like, I couldn't believe that's how it played out. Like, is he going to play another snap in the NFL? <laughs> like he's 39 going on 40. By the time he's playing, he's going to be 40 again. You know? So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a huge what if. It really is, man. It really is. Um, it, it's it's going to be interesting, you know. And and let's get to the question that everyone's asking. You know, obviously we'll get to Garrett Wilson here in a second. This is the buys and sells episode. We're going to talk about guys that we're looking to acquire potentially for you know a cheaper price if we can, um, and guys we're selling. Um, and you know, one of the biggest questions of the week is what are we doing with Garrett Wilson, right? You know, if I'm if I have Garrett Wilson, uh, I'm trying to sell for whatever I can right now. Um, when Garrett Wilson scored that touchdown from Zach Wilson, it wasn't pretty. Like, the ball was a terrible ball. Yeah. It was like the worst back shoulder throw I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but Garrett Wilson did Garrett Wilson things, and he came down with it. And when he did that, he basically saved a lot of fantasy manager seasons because he ended up saving some value and allowing people who want to trade Garrett, Garrett Wilson away to have a nice little nice little fantasy point total when you're trading him away because that right. helps. It helps a lot. Okay? If Garrett yeah. Wilson had five points this week, you know, without that touchdown, how many points did he have this week? Let's see. I think it was like 12 or 13. 12? Right. I think is what it was. So Not, a, not had, a big game by any standard. So he had 14.4 fantasy points. So without the touchdown, it would have been like six points. No, not even. Yeah, it would have been like six, seven points. So Garrett Wilson... You know, would have had six, seven fantasy points, right? In PPR, it wouldn't. You wouldn't have been able to sell him. Right yeah. now, you're going to be able to sell him. Okay, Zach, let's play a little game. Let's play a game of who are we okay with selling Garrett Wilson for one for one? Obviously, you could do two for one trades, and you can get better. Blah blah blah. Garrett Wilson plus this guy for a better receiver, sure, whatever. Right. But let's let's play the game. Who would we trade him for? Okay. So, it. I'm going to pull up some names here. All right. Let's see. Yeah. 
it's just crazy we're having this this discussion already. Like this was supposed to be. But it, it's it, it's over. Like, but is it is it just me that you know? Are you all, also on the same board? Like, are you trying to get get rid of Garrett Wilson right now? Like, are you taking any chances here? I think if you you can hang on to it and say we have 16, 17 games left in the season, you know, and be like this doesn't have to be worst case scenario. But when you look at where you drafted him, probably. <laughs> and where he could go <laughs> in terms of his value down the line, you have to capitalize on what's left here. And the beauty of it, like you mentioned, is it's not that low. Like, this is still a player that you can sell. You don't have to be a master salesman to get rid of him. There's going to be people out there that want to roll the dice. But I will tell you this. Garrett Wilson was horrific with Zach Wilson at quarterback last year in terms of his fancy points per game. So I'm not... I, I remember I, last year... What what were we talking about last year? We were talking about like whenever we were analyzing Gary Wilson for this year. What do we keep saying? Whenever Gary Wilson played without Zach Wilson, look at how he did. He's <laughs> yeah. so good. Look at his split with Joe Flacco. We always had to qualify it. Like we always had to qualify it with. Well, when he didn't play with Zach Wilson, he was killing it. Yeah, but when if he did, take out the Zach Wilson game. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, let's play a game here. All right, who would we trade Gary Wilson for one for one? Okay, um, a couple of these guys are obvious, right? Devonta Adams, for shell. Yes, pulling the trigger. Chris Olave, for shell. Mm-hmm. Calvin That's Ridley, not going to happen. No one's doing that. <laughs> Keenan Allen, yes. You traded him for Keenan Allen? Yeah, his week was quiet, you know, this yeah, week. But, but I'm you still look at the usage, it's still there. Like, we keep harping on this whole yeah. Keenan Allen is Justin Herbert's favorite target that we saw that again in week one. Yeah, Keenan Allen. I'll take him. Okay. Give me Keenan Allen. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Who else we got here? Uh, Jalen Waddle. Taking Jalen Waddle for him. I'm taking Jalen Waddle. I'll give you yeah, guys. The upside, the weekly upside is going to be there. I mean, I'd rather have a guy that could put up 30 points than a guy that's probably at max putting up like 17 or 18. <laughs> and that's Give me Devontae Smith. Give me Devontae Smith. Take my Garrett Wilson. Hmm. I want to say that. Yeah, I think I will. It's a much better <laughs> offense. It's a much better offense. See, like, this is, it's all happening in real time right now. I'm like, what do I think of Garrett Wilson? Do I want to buy into the fact that maybe the talent can overcome the situation? But I just don't see it. <laughs> what about guys like DK Metcalf and T. Higgins? You doing it? Definitely not T. Higgins. Sorry. I'm definitely not T. Higgins. T. Higgins, huh? I'm the T. Higgins hater here. And it's not because he had zero points. It's because I've never been a big fan of T. Higgins. How, how about this? How about we do this? T. Higgins had zero points in week one. So how about we aim for, we trade away Garrett Wilson. We get T. Higgins plus a little bit. Plus a little bit added to it. Who's a little bit? Is it another receiver? Know. Maybe like right uh, Nico Collins or uh, uh, how about Elijah Moore? Maybe uh, Elijah Moore and, uh, you know, Elijah Moore is some good usage in week one. Yeah. I okay, like if you if you if you put T. Higgins and an Elijah Moore in T. That Higgins trade, and Elijah Moore you, for Gary Wilson, yeah, boom, I, I'm taking that. Okay, okay, Stamping all right. Cool. I just want to see where we're at here. Okay, um, Debo Samuel plus an Elijah Moore, maybe I'll do it. I'm doing it. Ah, I don't doing know. It. Doing even, it even if you had Ayuk right now, would you trade Ayuk for Garrett Wilson? No. No, we've okay. talked about Ayuk. We've talked about Ayuk, and you know how okay. I know how you feel about Ayuk. I know how I feel about Ayuk. He's 
he's got excellent opportunity this season to break out. And okay, he showed sure. it in week one. And I'm like, people will be like, oh, well, it was one game with Brandon Ayuk. No, he was doing it with Brock Purdy last year, too. You just didn't see a whole lot of it. I mean, <laughs> so this is a good offense. Brandon Ayuk's in a much better situation. I'm not going to say he's equally as talented as Garrett Wilson, but they can be mentioned in the same sentence. <laughs> so I don't think it's unheard of. All right. So, you know, you know, this on the low, this kind of hurts Brees Hall. It hurts Dalvin Cook, you know, even though Brees yeah. Hall looked absolutely insane. Ridiculous. Yeah. But, Nanas, did anybody have a better week one than Brees Hall? Like, I, forget about volume. Forget about usage. Did anybody? No. Brees Hall was just breaking these runs like no problem, dude. What do you have like yeah. three carries for 120 yards at one point? I mean, <laughs> the dude just was just. But and did you I, see that catch that he made that that dump off? Yeah, from from think, Zach Wilson can't even do a dump off properly, and <laughs> right. Brees Hall was just like, you know what? Brees Hall made an amazing catch on a dump off, and then Garrett Wilson made the amazing catch on a uh, on a back shoulder. Yeah, this crazy. is crazy. But if, if but you, it, it does affect their three... value, right? Sorry, what'd you say? It does affect their value, though, right? Yeah, percent. No, yeah. This definitely affects their value. I mean, you look at it, if they don't have to worry about a passing game on defense, <laughs> then they're going to key in on the run. And that's just the way it's going to be. And Brees Hall, I trust him. He has upside. I think his performance last night was the most reassuring thing, you know, for the Jets offense. Like, yeah. I think if the Jets offense goes off a cliff, I think at least Brees Hall can, like, avoid going with the rest of the team. But, um, just to go back to your point, like you said, I don't think it was three carries for 120 yards. I think it was three touches because I think at that point he had the 83-yard carry, 25-yard carry, and then also that reception. I think I that's see. how it went, but I'm not sure. But either way, I, that's what I saw too. He averaged what? 12.7 yards per carry? He ended up with 10 carries, I think, for 127 yards. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> that tells you all you need to know about Brees Hall. Did he look healthy? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. He could have taken that 83-yard Run yeah, to the house. If, if this was if last was 100%, year, if he was yeah, 100%. Exactly. So I'm looking at him as like he's probably at 85, 90% right now. Yeah, you saw at the end like of that me. run, it looked like he had the separation and then he just kind of slowed down the end. And it was like, oh, the JK Dobbins all over again. Well, you I'm know, Garrett Wilson was celebrating that, a little but... too early instead of going <laughs> for that block. You know, yeah. he, he was like, oh, he, Breeze is taking, to this, taking this to the house. He started putting his hands up, and it's like, no, 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 you got to go block that guy. Try to go block that guy. If, if he blocked that guy, Breeze would have been out. It would have been a touchdown. He would have had, a, like, a 20-point game, dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, All right. Let's get into some more buys. Actually, you know what? There are a couple pieces of news. Before I hit the buys and sells, a um, couple pieces of news. Kenneth Gainwell, you know, a lot of people are picking up on waivers, as they should, but the Eagles play on Thursday night. He has a rib injury. And he might not play. Um, he hasn't. He's missed two straight practices. He missed the. He missed the walkthrough. He might not end up playing this this week. So if you desperately need a running back play for this week, he might not be the running back to add. You might want to go pick up like a Kyron Williams or something like that. By the time you listen to this podcast, it won't even matter. Uh, but right. uh, the point is that if you did end up picking him up, just make sure that you have another option for Thursday night. Okay. Um, and don't say I didn't warn you because I didn't. I did talk about this on my Instagram story. You did on yeah. on Tuesday. Okay, you had the okay. you had the timely news, and this is just kind of you know touching on it one hundred percent. Just it, letting you just guys a question. Know. Just yeah. question. What do you think about DeAndre Swift for this game? Like, what do you expect if Kenneth Gainwell doesn't play? Do you think maybe uh, he if has Kenneth Gainwell doesn't play, um, I would start I would start Swift 
you know, as like a flex play um, with obvious upside, but your expectations have to be super low, right? Because it's like they'll activate, you know, they'll break, they'll play Boston Scott. Boston Scott got the goal line carry by the, you know, goal line touch, by the way. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll bring in Rashad Penny. They'll activate him. You know, he was a healthy scratching in week one. He'll activate him and give him 20 carries. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's, That's what they're going to do. Yep. You know, um, That's so I, I have Swift's no career. idea, man. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, even Kenny Gamewell, I want to pick him up, but it's like, who knows how, how much this changes. So, um, and I'm going to pick him up. I, I am going to, you know, you know, I think he's, he's, my, he's my number two or number three, you know, wherever I add this week for a reason, yep. but you know, it's still, take you never know, man. it's the Eagles. Yep. It's the Eagles. But yeah, I would, I would definitely take a flyer on DeAndre Swift this week for sure. But, you know, he's definitely not the safest play in the world. But if you want some upside, definitely, definitely. And the Eagles yeah. are going to play better than, than they did in week one against the Vikings. Yeah. It, just yeah. notice, like, I don't know if you noticed, just in general, offense was rough. And we yeah. Like, yeah. there wasn't a whole Most lot scoring. of high scoring. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if you're watching Red Zone. I was watching Red Zone. I was. Said in the early window, they had like 29 touchdowns across. Yeah, I don't know how many games. Like it was super, some right. super low number. But they that. had more in the late windows on average last year than they had in the early window. And there's usually only half the games in the late window. So it was a weird week because I was looking up and down fancy laps. I was like, wait a minute, how come Tyreek Hill is the only one having a good week here? You know I mean? <laughs> right. That's not, that's what it felt like. Exactly. Tyreek exactly. Hill and then everybody else. I and mean, Brandon Ayuk, sure, yeah, he was good. Yeah. But when the Cowboys' defense is a number three scoring. <laughs> you know, on the week. Yep. That's a problem. Yep, hundred percent, man. Um all right, let's see. There, there were there were there was a couple other pieces of news that I want to talk about. Uh Evan Hull, they placed him uh, Colts placed him on IR, which makes, you know, I think Deion Jackson, you know, he was super inefficient. Um, you know, you know, I think Zach Moss with him potentially coming back this week, I think he's a solid wave wire pickup too. He might be he might just he might make it through waivers in a lot of leagues. Um, yeah. just letting you guys know right now. So by the time you're listening to this, he might be available in your league. Just saying. Okay. Um he's worth a pickup. He's definitely <laughs> worth a pickup for rough. sure. <laughs> for sure. Um let's see. Um, I'm looking around here. Deontay Johnson, that's another piece of news. He was that's the one I was yep. looking for. He's gonna be out for a few weeks. Um Calvin Austin was the direct replacement for him. So the game started out with Deontay, George Pickens on the outside, Allen Robinson as the slot. Um, Deontay Johnson goes out. Calvin Calvin Austin was the um, I hope I didn't say Calvin Ridley again, but Calvin Austin was the <laughs> direct replacement for Deontay, and he ended up getting a pretty high percentage of targets per route run. Um, I was just telling our producer Mike uh, about that twenty one percent targets per route run um, this week, which is which is pretty good. I mean, that ranks that pretty high among. Pickens. Higher than George Pickens. It, it was higher than George Pickens. So George Pickens was only at 15%. Um, and Allen Robinson was only at 15% as well. So if you're if you're matching up with Allen Robinson Pickens, come on, bro. Okay. Um let, let's 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 start Calvin Austin this week. Why don't we? Why yeah. don't we? Just okay. go for it. It's yeah, gonna be a I better so. game for the Steelers than it was against 49ers. They got I'll, their I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> Um, I think that's really all I had for the news. Um, what were there any other injuries that was that were pretty that was pretty significant? I mean, if week? you consider Greg Dulcich significant, <laughs> like you know he's out a couple weeks, so maybe Adam yeah. Troutman. I don't know. 
that's it doesn't seem very like we talked about Adam Trotman already. Anthony Richardson, he he had that knee ankle injury. Um, but you know, Coach uh Steichen is saying that he shouldn't miss any games. So that's good news. Um right. Christian Watson says he has a better chance of playing against the Falcons. Um Christian Watson is like a sneaky little buy low here this week. Yeah. Why? Why do you think, Zach? Why do you think I said that? Because he hasn't played yet. <laughs> Obviously. He hasn't played yet. And Jordan Love, you know, he didn't look that that bad, right? So if right. you were worried about quarterback play, right? We saw Jordan Love in week one. He didn't look too bad. The offense was able to, to move, right? So, you know, this is not a Zach Wilson situation, that's for sure, right? Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers wasn't the most efficient quarterback last year with that thumb injury. Right, so Christian Watson could do his thing. Remember last year he had a hamstring injury too. What happened when he came back from that? So I think you know you throw a little offer in for Christian Watson this week, and you know see what you can get. Okay, with him coming off the injury uh, and Romeo Dubs getting two touchdowns last week. Okay, yeah. that is going to make Christian Watson managers a little nervous, I think, because there were the reports about Romeo Dubs kind of having a connection with Jordan Love. And now suddenly he comes out. He only needs four targets to score two touchdowns. Like that would make me a little worried. I'm not. Sounds like a Christian Watson stat line. Yeah, in my one league, in the in our league, actually, I have both Dobbs and Watson, so I'm not worried. I have both of them. I'm covered. My bases are covered. But when you're in a league where somebody else has Christian Watson and then Romeo Dobbs goes off, that's definitely something to pay attention to. And I think you're absolutely on the money with that. I had Romeo Dobbs as a sell high candidate so it kind of goes hand let's, in hand uh, 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 let's that. talk about it man let's talk about it. let's talk about it I, I think i think i think you're on the money with that one right so it's just like i like i was saying and you said it i just mentioned that he only saw four targets but two of them went for touchdowns that is what is going to help you sell him you know if he didn't have if he had one touchdown i don't think it would be as easy of a sale he has two touchdowns now christian watson's going to come back also you got to talk about luke musgrave you know, he had the mm-hmm. highest usage of any Packers pass catcher in week one in terms of snaps and routes run. Jordan Love, like you mentioned, looked good. I'm going to need to see more than one game of a sample size, but I'm not going to put all my eggs in Romeo Dove's basket when Christian Watson is coming back. And we saw what he did last year. So I get it. Dubs was also on a snap count with that hamstring injury. He was coming off of it, so he didn't see as many snaps. But would you be surprised if Luke Musgrave just turned out to be Green Bay's number two? In the offense, like I wouldn't. The way they're no. using him, and we know Romeo Dubs. Does he look like he play? He's playing a little bit, a little bit better. Yes. Does it look like he has a little bit more chemistry with Jordan Love? Yes. The talent still doesn't jump off the page to me. I'm eyeing up other guys on the buy list. You know, if you could move Romeo Dubs for a guy like a Rashad White, <laughs> I, you're gonna, I think you're gonna be in better shape because Romeo Dubs. I don't see him being this consistent contributor on a week to week basis. Will he have weeks where he scores touchdowns? Oh yeah. But Rashad White's going to give you much more stable production, arguably at a more valuable position too. Especially if you're sitting there and you're you're missing J.K. Dobbins now. So like, put that into perspective. There, what is the trade off with this move, Romeo Dobbs? This is a guy that wasn't in a whole lot of starting lineups going into this week, and now he has this inflated value. You got to take advantage. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company.